Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the Easy Email Marketing Podcast and welcome to 2023. Obviously, with this episode dropping on January 2nd, I'm not actually recording this in the new year, but at the same time, it is coming in fast and we I am definitely in that mode of planning and thinking about all the potential things for next year. But when thinking about this episode... I thought I could perhaps do something around goal setting or planning, but I'm really sure you've had a ton of that in your earbuds and in the podcast feeds over the last few weeks. And to be honest, while I absolutely love getting out those post-its, those colored markers, the calendars, there is only so much you can do when it comes to figuring out, you know, what strategy you want to use and what you want to achieve. Instead, I believe more time needs to be spent on actually figuring out how you're going to make those plans possible. This isn't about wishful thinking and vision boards. And though while those things are important and nice, I'm a lot more practical, right? So I want to talk to you about how to actually follow through on your email marketing goals for this year, but also generally this can apply to any sort of goal or big dream you have um, coming up. But it does come up a lot with email marketing in particular because it falls under this category of important but not urgent tasks. We all know those ones, those things that, yes, I need to do that, but a week goes by and another week goes by and all of a sudden a year has gone by and you haven't done anything about it. You've had the best of intentions, but doing the work hasn't actually happened. So I want to combat this right from the front. And this is what I'm all about. As soon as I find something a challenge, I always like to sit and think about, okay, why is that the case? I like to ask questions. Okay, if something's just not working or I'm just not doing something that I've recognized is important, I like to sit back and reflect and go, okay, why is that? And I built this episode basically around asking that question, why? are people not taking action on email marketing when they say it's so important? And of course, I look at it from the lens because there's plenty of areas in business that I don't take action on um, that I think are important. And there are many reasons that come up for that. So I'm going to get stuck in to four key areas to help you actually follow through on your email marketing goals. So the first key area, the first thing is that you need to know why it's important. So the truth is, if you don't have the right motivation to do something, it is so much easier to keep putting it off for something else that's more important or more interesting at any given time. And yes, I can tell you that, okay, email marketing has a return on investment for $44 per dollar spent, or that emails get 30 times the reach of Instagram. And those numbers sound amazing, but unless you actually put it into terms that have meaning to your day-to-day life, uh, they're just numbers. They sound impressive, but they're just numbers. Instead, you need to see how those numbers and why growing an email list and sending those emails, how will actually impact your life, your business, your bottom line. So for this, I actually definitely recommend checking out episode 35, which is an episode I did a year ago. 
and I talk about realistic and stretchy goal setting. So in that episode, I guide you through a process of determining about your dream income number and then working backwards to see how your email list size and how many subscribers you have help you get there. So suddenly it's not just some random goal. I want to have a thousand people on my email list or I need to begin email marketing. Instead, you can see how it impacts your profit and then therefore how much it impacts, you know, your spending and what you can do in terms of going on those extra holidays or doing that renovation that you want to do. Similarly, in terms of time, which I think is sometimes more and more important, you need to think about the flexibility that email gives you. So sitting and looking at your calendar and going, you know what, I, I can actually block out like an hour a week, but it could be at this time. It could, I can pre-schedule emails. I can automate emails, meaning I don't need to physically be at you know the computer every day. And that means that I can attend that last minute assembly <laughs> at school when my son is getting his merit certificate and only get told about the day before. You know, it means I can be at those school carnivals. It means when I get sick, I can take the time to look after myself. So that's what it actually means. So knowing why email marketing important is important on daily actionable reasons in your business and your life is what is going to help you take action. So think about that for email and think about that for any specific goal you have. Thing number two is just knowing what to do. One of the biggest areas I see when it comes to taking action is that you just simply don't know what to do. Yes, you could block out some time to figure it out, but saying, you know, that you want to do email marketing or grow your email list or send more emails is not specific enough. That just creates ambiguity. It just creates overwhelm. It doesn't tell you anything about what you actually need to do. And the unknown will just stop you in your tracks. It kind of ends up making it turn into this big beast of a task that you think, okay, this is going to take me hours or this is going to take me days or months. So you never begin because you think, okay, it's just going to be too big and I need to have this big chunk of dedicated time ready to go. So let's stop that right now and we'll help you out right there. Firstly, if you are starting from scratch, listen to episode 37, where I talk about how to get started with email marketing, or if you need to get started again. So you have a list, but you perhaps haven't emailed in a while. Listen to episode eight, where I talk you through my re-engagement process and how to get restarted with email marketing. If you already have an established list, but you know there's things you want to do in terms of automation or creating better experiences for your subscribers, then there's two ways you can look at this. The first way is identifying gaps. So in episode 58, I share um, my five email experiences framework. This is the foundation of the email experience program. And inside, I have different levels in each of the five experiences. And basically, this is a quick thing you can go to and go, okay, do I have this set up? Yes. Do I have this set up? No. Do I have this? And making sure it's all across each of the five experiences that you have a very well-rounded email marketing setup. But have a listen to episode 58, where I talk you through um, the five experiences and you might be able to identify, oh, that's a big glaring gap. And that's something that I need to fix. Or alternatively, and probably in addition, checking your numbers is a fantastic thing to be doing. Um, If you are an email experience student, absolutely check out the email marketing report card. It is something I recommend you do at least once a year, if not more often. And that is 
where you can go to quickly grab some key numbers and what, and it will tell you how well you are doing um, compared to, you know, past data. So you can, you're comparing against yourself, but also we'll talk about industry averages and go, okay, well, you know what? Lead pages should be converting at around 60 to 70%, but yours is only, um, you know, converting at 40%. Therefore, we need to focus on that lead page. That's where our energy needs to go, not on just getting more people, more traffic to it. And so looking at those different things and seeing where the gaps are, what needs to improve and, and what's working well. So what one's things you can just keep throwing traffic at and, and see what works. So always looking at those numbers to make an informed decision about your priorities. So that's thing number two, knowing exactly what to do beyond the generic, I'm going to do email marketing. Blocking the time to figure this out, listen to those quick episodes to get some guidance and just identify your next two or three steps. You do not need to have the whole thing figured out. You just need to know the next thing for you to do. And I'm sure once you figure that out, you'll be able to look through the back catalog of these podcast episodes um, and figure out, you know, um, what you actually need to do and get some specific guidance on that. And thing number three is, of course, finding the time. (laughs) It is no good deciding you're going to do email marketing or any business task when you don't have any time in your calendar to actually doing the work. That is just wishful thinking. And I guess along these lines as well is doing like a full year's plan, but then, you know, trying to plug everything to happen in the first quarter (laughs) and then the rest of the year is kind of very broad, but you feel like you have to do everything in January. It's sim. It, I do that, so that's why I'm I'm sharing that one. But unless you've got the time, unless you actually see something in your calendar, it is not going to happen. So you must create space for your email marketing, and you must create space for any of these important tasks. But when it comes to email marketing, there are two different areas um, that you need to be blocking out time for. The first one is your regular emails. So with email marketing, of course, we've got the, okay, if I want to send out an email every week, I need to set aside the time to write that email every single week. So my biggest tip for this one is to habit stack this. So if you've um, listened or read James Clear's Atomic Habits, you might've heard of habit stacking. I use it for things like, okay, taking my vitamins every day. It's like, Getting to that habit initially was really, really difficult until I tied it to, okay, I always have a smoothie every single day. So I'm going to add in the act of having my vitamins straight after my smoothie. And now it's become a habit. Similarly with email, what you need to do is choose something you are already doing in your business every week or every month that you can tie your email marketing to. So if you are already spending some marketing time doing your social posts, for example, can you add on? email, writing that email as your next task. So thinking about where you can naturally slot this in. So it's not its own thing that you need to try to find time for. Instead, it's something that you can do as required. So that's the easier one. But the second one, of course, is those bigger tasks, the project work, setting up these automations, writing your welcome series, or, you know, setting up that launch. That obviously takes more time and thought and needs, you know, at least a few hours dedicated to it. And I recognize finding a few hours every single week isn't always going to happen. But my tip here is to plan out some sort of ideal week um, to be working towards and have theme theme days and time block your days. So what I mean by this is instead of just letting your clients or your customers take over your full calendar, which they can do, 
Set aside the times when you are going to be doing that delivery work, when you're going to be producing those products, when you're going to be packing your orders and, you know, stick to those times. And then outside of that, choose time to be working on your business. Um, Other people call these CEO days or, um, you know, project days, but really this is just about making sure you've got some time in your calendar to work on those important tasks. Obviously I'm biased. I would love you to work on your email marketing projects during this time, but this could be for anything that is important. And what you then you can do is go, okay, well this week I'm going to prioritize this specific task and you've got the time in your calendar to do it. So make sure to block in that project time. And then I love to write at the beginning of every single month, say, you know what, what this is the exact project I'm going to be working on, on each of those days. So make sure it's in there, protect this time. Side note, don't make it a Friday because if things are left to a Friday, you know, it's easy to put it off until the next week. We want to use some of your positive, more refreshed energy. So make sure that time is in there. So have a look at your week. I love to do that every quarter myself and actually really look out, you know, along the lines of the school terms what we've got going on for my personal and professional life and make sure I've got this protected time to work on my highest priorities, those important but not urgent tasks. And then finally, thing number four is to get accountability or support. If you're highly self-motivated and know that once something is scheduled in, you will do it, then feel free to disregard this point. (laughs) But if you were like me and you need some sort of a deadline or accountability to actually do something, then please Know that about yourself and leverage it to your advantage. And you can do this in a few ways. You can create accountability in a few ways. One is to communicate to your audience your commitment to do something. So, for example, as part of the re-engagement process, I share in that as part of the emails that you're going to be sending, you say, I am wanting to create more helpful content and share amazing stuff with you, you know, and you ask some market research questions. But by the act of doing that, you're saying, you know what, I'm committed to actually doing something with this information that you send through. So um, I'm going to make that happen. But the more you can say, you know what, I am going to email you every single Monday. You can make that commitment if you know that will help you actually follow through. A second hack is to hire someone to edit or schedule your emails for you. So this is more for those regular emails. If you already have a VA or someone on your team to do your marketing or your admin, this is something perhaps you could give them to do. And by doing this, all of a sudden, you've got someone to be accountable to. You've got to say, you've got to deliver the raw content to them by such and such a time. So I do that with this podcast. I absolutely would not get this podcast done every single fortnight if I was not paying someone to edit it and get it out there. But the fact that I have a deadline every single fortnight to get this done means it happens. Idea number three to help make this happen or to get the accountability and support you need is, of course, to have the support of the community like the email experience. So that is somewhere that will help you get the direction, the next steps. You have a place to ask those niggly questions, to get feedback, to get reviews, to give you that confidence that you need to follow through. And you're doing it um, with a community of people who are doing the same thing as you. So um, if that interests you, absolutely join the waitlist for the email experience. I will be launching again early this year. So you can join, learn more at yalehion.com forward slash experience. 
Or finally, number four is just to get someone to do it for you. So this is a little bit different from the hire someone to edit or schedule your emails, which is more your ongoing thing. But here again, I'm talking about your projects, the bigger things that you need set up that maybe you are just finding daunting and you keep putting off because it is just in that too hard basket. If that is you, then absolutely, you can outsource someone setting it up so it's ready to go and then empowering you to use it so you know exactly who to send the emails to and who's getting what automations and it's all done properly. So that leads me actually to a big announcement where I am so thrilled to be sharing that I'm opening the doors to a new second business. It is an agency called Email Automation Co. And our goal is to help you get set up with your email marketing as quickly and as efficiently as possible using the best practice, all the tips, all the insights, and all the knowledge I have built over the last five or so years working with hundreds of small business owners uh, from e-commerce to services to selling digital products, knowing what works best for them. So we can get your Clavio set up for your e-commerce or your active campaign for your other business types and have it all set up so you know exactly who is getting what emails. It's set up to best practice and you can just take it away and get started. And we can also migrate to these platforms for you as well if that's something that you need. Or if you're already set up and you know, you're feeling like things are just that little bit of a mess or you've, um, you're just unsure about if you're sending your subscribers through the correct experiences, you know it's just not optimized, you can book a VIP day with me and I'll get in there and sort it out. So we'll basically map out your ideal setup, we'll fix all your lists and your segments and your tags and get your automations going so your subscribers are getting the right emails and so you can start tailoring different experiences for different subscribers. So you've got those automations or when it comes to sending those emails, you can be confident you're sending the right things to the right people and you're not sending to people that are just not going to be interested. So you can check all of that out at emailautomationco.com. Okay, so that is four different areas I want you to think about to help you actually follow through on your email marketing or any business goals. Firstly, know why it's important. Secondly, know what you need to do specifically. Three, schedule it in. And four, get accountability and support. And if you do want me to support you, I'd love to do it either through the email experience at yalkeown.com forward slash experience or do it for you um, through the email automation code at emailautomationco.com. All the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about. Um, and what you might want me to talk about in 2023. So let me know over on Instagram. I'm at Yale Keown and have a wonderful year. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.